so welcome back to my podcast this is unfiltered forex yeah it's unfiltered so today i don't know what i'll talk about or let me just start by saying how my week was my week was amazing on monday i can't remember let me check my journal i think on monday Monday was 23rd, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. Monday was 23rd. So, on Monday, yeah, I remember how my Monday was. On Monday, there was there some very, yeah, Mondays, there's really some high volatility. And um, there was US oil. There was a buy on US oil. I think even right now it's still buying. But on Monday's when the dip was coming to an end. Yeah, US oil has been has been dipping over that past week. I've been dropping to the levels of 60, 61 there. Yeah. So I bought somewhere there at 63. My TPs were at 64 and 65. They were all hit. The last I checked, I think oil was at 67 there, yeah. Some other setups, Euro in the D, USDCHF, I had a buy limit. Myself, my stop loss got hit very fast. And Euro CHF was also good Tuesday. Tuesday, what happened? Yeah, so on Tuesday, my... I only saw one setup, it was on Euro JPY. My stop loss got hit also. It got hit on, I think, Friday. Yeah, it's just that I indicated, I had to come back and indicate on where I wrote down the signal. Yeah. So on Wednesday, there was, on Wednesday was, Day I was monitoring on the Euro JPY, and then I think it was on Thursday. I think, yeah, yeah, it was still on Wednesday when the stop loss was hit. Basically, I've had a good week, and then there was gold. Wow. Gold, mm, the fundamentals that came out this week, uh, there was a I think the Michigan index or something I can't remember clearly. Yeah. It was on it was just yesterday, I think. Yeah. I made some money there. And also on Tuesday, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, there was some um, the durable goods. Yeah, there was a was it on I can't remember well. Yeah. But anyway, I made money. So, and then on that, wow, 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 how I was almost forgetting on Thursday. Uh, you know, I have a group where I give out all my signals. So where I was, the connection, the internet connection was so slow. I was uploading a status, and then it takes like twenty minutes for it to upload. Somewhat taking 10 minutes for them to upload. And then even some text. 
I saw they weren't going immediately. Yeah, as in when you hit the send button, it takes a while for the message to actually send, to actually be sent. So I knew, I realized, and what I did was <laughs> at the exact minute, 15.31 hours, the 31st minute, because there was some, that's East African time, yeah, there was some fundamentals coming out during that time. Uh, I expected to, there to be a buy in gold, but what I usually do during such times is I wait to see what the price is doing for me to actually get into the trade. Yes, because sometimes the fundamentals can be good and then they have another a reverse effect on the charts. So what I did is because I knew it would be a buy and I knew the way the price was behaving at that time, I knew that buy would come after after the dip is done dipping so he sent the text at 15 30 hours <laughs> i thought i thought it would uh, reach my my people at around 15 50. <laughs> it went immediately and I didn't notice. You know, me, I was, where I was, I was eating. Yeah, so I just sent the text and then I went back to my food. I was also watching Rick and Morty, streaming. Not clear though, because of the slow connection. Yeah, so I sent. And then when I'm coming back, because me, I bought at that 15.50. The one I intended to, my my text to reach my people. I bought at that time because there was a there was a dip on gold, like a very healthy dip. I bought, and then almost immediately the price started going upwards, and even in the next hour, the price went up. The price was going up so at around i think 16 16 15 there i went back to the group and tell them you can close profits if you're satisfied and then once she asked me which profits <laughs> wow that's when i noticed i checked on the messaging for i saw it went there at that time at that time so anyone who bought who had bought at that time he he or she had bought the top like the top top <laughs> you can imagine how it is you buy and then you see a very big red candle forming right below your buy order wow she wasn't the only one that's that's the bad the bad thing about it they were they were several i really felt the pain <laughs> Though I was in profit, and even some some others who the late comers now because they bought late at a lower price, they were also in profits. But eventually, gold went up. It went. I think now it's at eighteen, eighteen seventeen. I think. Yeah, it's 
it's short even at the time it's short to 18 from the level no 1805 1810 from the levels of 1799 1788 there it's short so at the end of the day everyone was at a profit <laughs> well though they shouldn't have gone through that ish that was so that was so bad i won't wish that on anyone and i know it happens sometimes and there people who get signals from other people and the guy the guys in deep profits but the people who who are given the signal they are just they are suffering <laughs> yeah i've also been in that situation i think it's just a matter of perfect timing yeah as in if you know it's a buy and then if you are a good trader you will just check the chart and see and see something is amiss and then you may decide to wait and then maybe get into a trade when you see now a good buy opportunity if that's if you have been told to buy that is but mm-hmm. for the new traders or maybe even experienced traders who haven't reached that level of understanding the market to the point that they can know what to do and what not to do so they are the ones who suffer yes even some some pairs gbp usd euro usd i think even nzz yeah the new zealand dollar they were they were all buying but at different levels yeah someone you can be buying there and then the other guy who the more experienced dude is buying at your stop loss so you you've been you've, your stop loss is hit that's when the other guy is buying and he maybe will be in profits more profits than you because because maybe he knew how what to do he knew how to manage his risk and yeah at the end of the day they are profitable you are not way it's life by the way it's life <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's something else i wanted to talk about i can't remember yeah it was about those fundamentals and how they are traded so how it is usually is um, if the news is good it will be good for the pair and it will be good for that that's what most people know let's say if the if unemployment rates are decreasing in the US that means the US economy is at a good place but now that you know the US economy is growing what will you do with this information that's where the problem comes with um, with people trying to mm-hmm, trying to flip this information into a movement on the chart will it go up will it go down and uh, if it goes up by how much if it goes down by how much like today Jerome was giving his speech 
he said some really nice things about the dollar and uh, how the u.s economy is kind of improving since in the recovering from the pandemic but um yeah you know he's saying good things but you don't know how this goodness will come on the charts how it will reflect on the charts well i honestly will not teach that <laughs> no that's that's for my affiliates yeah I'll talk to them about that on monday uh next week that's what i'll be mainly talking about how what these fundamentals are how to trade them and how they're done but the ninis what are they called those they usually sometimes they are contradicting like let's say uh hmm this the pmi index cpi index and uh, maybe jobless claims the cpi index is the inflation index pmi is producers manufacturing index cpi is consumers price index yeah and then job claims job claims is the unemployment people are filing for maybe unemployment benefits or people who are registering for new jobs so how how they come mm, maybe one of them is bearish the other one is bullish this is the way you do mm, you can't really explain how it's done hey i can't but you should just check the numbers which figures higher than the other one which figures lower then you will know the the expected result like the the resultant effect if it's bullish or bearish yes but sometimes this figures the forecasts are not accurate so you might end up you might end up making a wrong analysis no i can't say wrong but maybe making an analysis and then the figures come something else from what you expected yeah it's very disappointing i know and you can't help it yeah some things are beyond your control but what is within your control is the is your money yeah you control your money so you'll choose how to place your stop loss you'll choose if you see the new thing come out as you expected and maybe you are at a loss you have the you didn't have of course you didn't have the power to change the news but now you have the power to close the loss or maybe to allow it to con- <laughs> to continue increasing hoping it will turn into a profit very stupid move by the way never hold a bad trade cut your losses small that's something i always tell traders new traders especially of course there's the there's how you can you can choose to cut your losses small and then later you find out oh so maybe it could have been a profit ah, yeah yeah and how did i close some those regrets they are very bad and they make you in future to hold bad trades that will never turn good so it's advisable just cut your losses small not it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have a tight stop loss no even 
just with experience you will know this trade is a bad one you will know it's not one worth keeping you will know you don't have to wait for the stop loss to be hit yeah and that's how you will make it oi <laughs> it's it's very nini it's very how it's very what can i say it's very it hurts yeah it's very difficult to close a trade with a loss especially that seeing yeah close order <laughs> you are closing with minus 16 dollars maybe around is only worth 20 dollars <laughs> so we are going back to four ah it's i know it's not it's not a good thing yeah it's not a nice feeling in this this uh what can i call them that guilt is why i recommend people you should have trading journals you can write your stuff there you you're supposed to write your mistakes you write before you get into a trade then you write as you exit the trade you write what happened and even in between you also have to write the emotions that are going through you and before the trade you write what made you get into the trade after you exit the trade you write what made you exit the trade was it your take profit that got hit was it your maybe stop loss in profits or just decide to close the trade because you saw eh uh, things might soon changed ag- change against your favor yeah so uh yeah trading journal very important this is something i really wish i knew when i was starting trading hey any about trading journals very recently i think two months ago or maybe even one can't remember clearly but i learned it from again on instagram yeah he's a guy who talks about he who focuses on the psychological part on tra- of trading like what I, you hear me say here about the emotions and um maybe risk management sometimes yeah but mainly on the psychology yeah that's why i learned about the trading journal something that has really helped me not to make any blind moves yeah though yeah by the way i did some revenge trades on that is on monday or tuesday i think yeah and revenge trading on gbp usd after my stop losses had been hit on euro jpy though yes i know revenge trading is not good but I, I what I, I reduced the risk yeah so I didn't end up losing a lot of money yeah I, cutting my losses small is something I love doing and um, I don't I don't feel that guilt at the, like the one new traders have at now I did I close <sighs> it could be a profit by now no 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 i don't have that kind of nini that kind of mentality 
if it's a loss it just accept it's a loss and i close the trade whether it later on came to be profitable that's not we just let it be you know something that something that's so nice to think about for a long time it holds you back from making actual progress yeah so still about my week there was a nini oh there's a trading there's a book yeah, today we'll talk about a book called trading in the zone trading in the zone is a it's a it's a very popular book and it's not popular for nothing why these forex books that you hear are popular you should read them they are not popular for nothing and trading uh, in the zone it talks about about the and the what this what keeps getting lost about the psychology of trading and um, yeah also some technicals but that psychology how to manage your emotions how to manage your risks how to keep your position size in check according to your account balance yeah i can't talk much about it but like i can't exactly describe how how good it is but it's really nice yes <laughs> and it's very ironic when i say it's nice and i'm not saying how nice it is but you'll have to bear with me yeah i can't exactly explain to you some things but yeah it's a must read if you're a trader a must a must yeah trading the zone by i hadn't i hadn't written it here the the writer's name but um it's a uh, yeah hey I, i think there are some no no that's not the name so other than that uh there was about in the beginning there there's a place where he talks about fundamental and technical analysis like where he talks about how fundamentals came to be and how technicals came to be usually it was the nini the fundamental the fundamentals is what the traders were majorly relying on because of how because it was based on economic models mathematical models economic models how the nini how the economy is looking and uh, it would predict the general direction of the pair like if the the us indeed is indicating steady growth you will know it will, the euro usd chart will be increasing yeah if the nini if maybe yeah you know you know what fundamentals are so mm, then they came technicals how technicals came to be is um, traders realized that uh, the psychology of human nature of the human mind and how it works as, a, as the majority think of the same thing so price uh, these are blows for price follows as it's been controlled by 
supplying demand yeah that's how technical scheme to be like this is a supply zone the demand zone the point of most fear the point of most greed yeah those meanings just by analyzing the candles how way i am tired how the candles <laughs> how the candles are forming the patterns the candles are forming because of during that time it was before the banks came to be in control as they are now and technicals were beginning they were very useful yeah in many traders switched to technicals and then there came computers there came the technology that we have today and the birth of indicators and that's where some people got lost totally they got so much into technicals that they forgot about fundamentals yeah so technicals personally i use them both yeah like mm-hmm. technical stri- time my entry point and their fundamentals they provide the volatility you see yeah and i mean profits and also i use some technicals some line work to know where my take profits will be where where my stop loss will be yeah that is just line work i don't do indicators yeah and i don't like using some triangles some shapes head and shoulders eh konza that pattern wow wow i can never you can never catch me doing head and shoulders where no i don't believe in those things i'm a guy who my faith is more in line work here yeah, just highlighting the zones of support you can you can dm me and ask me about my line and ask to see my trading view charts can show you for free how i do my analysis yeah it's very simple simple is for me to understand and even to those who i i send the screenshots to it's easy for them to understand and um they can see they tell me they talk to me they see they see my they see they're able to see from my point of view and uh, they also show me theirs and uh, we talk and we sometimes we agree sometimes we disagree agree to disagree it's life and um trading is uh, everyone has his own perspective of the markets yeah so fun- i use both fundamentals and technicals and um fundamentals this the volatility they bring which is sometimes unprecedented from the technical side of view like mm, there's there are usually some spikes sharp spikes that occur in the middle of the of the day as the statist some statistics are being released somewhere and technicals can't explain that yeah they can't something is purely fundamentals and um something else i want to talk about but i keep forgetting is um, about I'm still on technicals about how people think of uh, 
how people think of supply and demand buyers and sellers honestly me i don't do that no i don't i don't see the because these days the price is controlled by the banks yeah they are the, the banks control the prices and the traders are so many that the banks have to control the price to our disadvantage yes market sentiment sometimes goes off totally because of what the banks are doing there so what i like doing is uh, thinking in form of support and resistance bullish or bearish yeah just that that way because there's also price action even when the banks aren't doing their thing even when maybe a traders aren't as actively involved as they usually are price will still move price will still take its course its own its own it might look random movement but that's called price action and it's actually it can actually be interpreted yes like what the what's the price doing now what will it do next yeah it's, it can be interpreted and um it can be easy to uh, can be easy to understand mm. like uh, at an area of major supports what you do you buy yeah support yeah at an area of support you buy and then place your stop loss at uh at the lower slightly lower than the previous low yes you guys know these things and um, to identify an area of major support you don't use the m1 time frame notes that you don't use m5 m15 no use h4 or the daily chart to identify areas of major support major resistance use this big big time frames to determine those things because if you use these uh small small time frames they give a lot of false signals yeah and that's why i don't like them yeah i, I usually trade on h1 time frame h4 that's why i keep my most of my trading activities my analysis between those two time frames sometimes i go to m15 just to get just to see the setup a bit clearly or maybe go to the daily charts to see if there's a possibility of mm-hmm, if there's a possibility of my trade being uh being profitable more than i expect or uh, prob- uh, probability of my stop loss being hit so soon yeah that's just how i do i do that and it has helped me yeah because of um, i'm able to hold good trades and also i'm able to close them when it's time to close them yeah uh one one thing i don't like is um you see when you place an order and then the price keeps jumping jumping around your entry point way that's the thing i prefer exiting that trade and just let the price do what it wants because i don't like that uncertainty it's not a matter of impatience here i don't say 
there's not a matter of patience don't don't say at the at the i'm impatient that i can't wait for a dream to be in progress or to be no 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 it's it's just a matter of uh studying the price action you will know something is about to happen something big either big to help you or big not to help you <laughs> why so i prefer exiting the trade yeah and even sometimes when price consolidates for too long at my take profit zone like um where where especially because of this then me sometimes the spread is too big because i trade on this less less, less active pair sometimes the spread is really big yeah if it takes too long i just close it yeah not that i am not ready to wait it's just that i don't want to wait something bad might happen and i might not be there to control the situation you see yeah so i prefer to close the trade at that point and um there's a there's a question someone asked me yeah someone asked me how do i control my feelings because how do i avoid my to letting my own feelings get in the way what i do is just writing yeah as easy as it sounds it's very hard to write yeah like um if you are afraid just write you are afraid if you are um, unsure just write you are unsure of course i'm not saying write one word you explain yourself well yeah, like um hmm. let me look for a situation here in my journal ah i think i think i have found it just for this week just from this week yes 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 uh-huh 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 wow where where is it where is it where is it i know i know ah yeah yeah ah i have lost i have lost it it was okay with something okay i <laughs> don't leave yet I will wait. Mm, I don't want to give you some false false information here that I am looking. What I'm seeing here. Uh, yeah. This is something that I wrote. On? Yeah, on Monday, this week. On? Uh, let me read now. On USDCHF. I had seen a descending triangle but I ignored it and instead I saw the channel that was forming or rather I thought was forming and decided to buy at the support level usually I'd sell on seeing a descending triangle but I decided to buy based on what happened last time which was a very similar setup on USCAD Yes, and if you go back to USDCAD, there was a Denny. 
there's a similar setup to the one I saw on USDCHF and um, how I traded that one ended up being wrong like my stop loss was hit but I decided to trade the same setup on USDCHF but now a different one as in previously I was shorting but now I decided to buy and then what what happened my stop loss got hit uh, hey. usually I'd feel very bad but I did not feel very bad because I traded according to the plan yes that's what I do like I can't repeat the same mistake twice so I opted to do things differently and that's how it turned out yeah <laughs> this is something else someone told me at a oh it means you're not confident in your strategy if at all you decided to go against what you wrote ah yeah yeah no 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 you can't tell me that eh what i hate the most is writing a mistake twice where never it hurts me too much to the point that i do not repeat mistakes yes that's why when i saw the similar setup i preferred to trade it according to what happened last time like now a different way yeah because i trade last time wasn't good now this time i hope for something different it wasn't good <laughs> but it's life anyway and this is trading there has to be losses lessons and the profits obviously so i think i think i'll stop here but i feel there's something i've forgotten like totally this, i feel there's something i've forgotten but I'll tell you about it in my next podcast when I remember. <laughs> so, have a nice week and buy cryptocurrencies. Buy. This is financial advice. Even if your money gets lost, you can take me anywhere. This is financial advice. Buy cryptocurrencies. Buy Bitcoin. Buy Polkadot. Buy Ripple. Though I have my doubts on Ripple because uh, it's kind of like a centralized cryptocurrency, yeah. But let me don't let me not dwell too much into that. There's also Tether, yeah. You know, Tether, I've seen some stories going around that Tether is a scam, it's going to be the biggest rug bull of the, of the history, <laughs> the history of cryptos. Which I think maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but I'd rather just stay out of it. You know, it's unavoidable because uh, Tether is a is a is a stable currency, stable coin of yeah, stable coin, and it's Tether is Tether. You know what it is. <laughs> if it happens so that there is a rug pull on Tether. It means that uh, the crypto market cap will lose and some cryptocurrencies will drop so hard. Yeah.
But anyway, it's just a probability. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, it can happen. It's, maybe it will not. We just continue with our lives. In the anyway, we just trade, wake up to lose money, make some more losses, continue losing money, some small profits here and there, followed by a losing streak. <laughs> That's just life. But I can say I've had a profitable week, though not on all my accounts. Some accounts are very bad. Yeah, and there was Nini, there was Pfizer. Yeah, today, I, yesterday, I blew an account due to Pfizer. I bought the stock on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. Yeah, after me, there was some good news about Pfizer that came out. So I expected the share price to increase. I woke up to a rude shock. The price dipped. I don't know if it was at 48. It's now at 47. Then went to 46 and um, consolidated there, I think. Yeah. Of course, I was so disappointed that I traded with the majority because that's what the majority would do. I did not see the possibility of there being a crash, but you know, generally it goes up, so eventually, I'm just giving myself hope that eventually it will pump and go past 50, $50 mark. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, for the last... I think five minutes I've been saying I'm stopping here. Now I am stopping here. <laughs> yeah, have a have a great weekend, a great week. Share this podcast if you love it. Follow me and don't lie. Wait, 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 wait. I saw people lying here. At the oh, I listen to your podcast. I love your content. You know they don't love me. Con- I can see it in your eyes, but hey, it's written all over your faces. Some of it. <laughs> Some people are like, you know, they don't even get this far in listening. But, yeah, I just accepted that they they just aren't interested in Forex and that's okay. So, yes, I am now concluding. Let me, let me stop here. Thank you for listening. Share this podcast with your friends if you love it. And then, um... See, see, we'll talk next week. Yeah. Thank you so much for the feedback that I get. Thank you. I don't know if I can mention you here, but maybe I will next time. <laughs> Thank you so much, those of you who support me, those of you who share this podcast. And um, uh, huh, what can I say now? I'm out of words. Yes, so follow, turn on notifications, and um, yeah, every Friday or Saturday I'll be releasing content. Today is on, it's now Saturday. I started recording on Friday, <laughs> it's late, kind of late, so I'm going to sleep now. Good night.